Hey, I'm Austin, and welcome to the Valley Point Podcast. This week, we released my CD, United, as well as kicked off our new series, Play the Movie. Join us this week as we talk about what it means when we conveniently worship God and how that can affect our life. Also, we talk about my project and about the process that was gone into in releasing this new CD. We get a brand new series today called Play the Movie. Movies. They can have a profound impact in our lives. And that's why we go. That's why we shell out the bucks and we say, let's see it. Play the movie. And we're quick to say that, except for when it comes to real life. It seems that often we make choices without really thinking through how that is going to play out in the end. Like if I make this choice or if I point my feet in this direction and I do this, what will the ending scene look like in my life? How is this going to work out? And while we never know what's around the corner, like we just can't see that, wise people think about it. They play the movie and they anticipate the outcome. And I believe that simple life strategy brings clarity, purpose, and boldness for how we live. I think we all need more of that. So if we just play the movie, guess what we get? Clarity, purpose, and boldness. Over the next four weeks, we're going to look at a few key areas of our lives where it is just absolutely essential that we play the movie and we anticipate the outcome and become prepared people who face life with a confidence that God is going to meet us in every scene. So here's what we're going to do. Each week, we're going to throw out a topic, and then we're going to ask a big question. After the big question, we're going to storyboard it. We're going to play the movie and say, if I do that, if I pull that off in my life, what will the outcome eventually be? And then we'll discover what God has to say in his word. Make sense? Sound okay? Great. So here's where we begin today. It's with how I respond to God. It's this word, worship. And here's how we're going to define worship. It's responding to the greatness of God. That's what it means, and that's what it is. With my whole life, I'm just responding to how great God really is. It's where I'm saying, God, you are worth it. By the way, this is actually what God wants from all of us. With the totality of our lives from Sunday to Saturday, all week long, with absolutely everything, God wants us to be responding to him and his greatness. He wants all of us to be saying, God, you are so worth it. You're worth it. But this can become a challenge for us. So here's our big question for today. What if I choose? What if we choose? to conveniently worship God. The key word there being convenient. 
like when it works out for me, when it fits into my schedule, when I don't have a bunch of other stuff to do, then I'll respond to God, then I'll worship him, then I'll declare, God, you are worth it. But if I've got a lot of other stuff going on in my life, I'll just kind of put God over here and I'll come back to him and I'll lift him up again when it's convenient for me. What if I choose to conveniently worship God when it's just easy for me? Well, let's storyboard that. Let's play that movie. Let's ask that question. And I believe that there are three things that will happen in our lives. And I want to be honest with you and say, it's not good stuff. So when we think about responding to the greatness of God, this is something that we want. We should desire this in a growing way. Because if we just conveniently respond to God, it's really not going to be good for us. So this is for every person in here. From students all the way on up to those who are retired, we need to figure out what happens if I just conveniently respond to God. So here's what will happen. First of all, I'll end up with a convenient type of friendship with God. And God offers so much more than that. And he gives so much more than just a convenient type of friendship, but that's what I'll have if I don't really give this up to God. I'll also conveniently find myself having no time for God because a lot of other stuff will begin to crowd into my schedule and I'll let that happen because it's the urgent stuff and I'll just, again, set God over to the side and I'll conveniently have no time for him. Like, I just can't do it. Thirdly, I'll find myself wondering why God feels so far away. Where did he go? Because when the storms come, And when the rain falls, which the storms will come, and the rain will fall in your life and in my life, that happens. If we've been conveniently responding to God and not really telling him consistently that he's worth it, God will feel very far away. So this is what it looks like. If I conveniently choose to worship God, that's what the storyboard looks like. Now, here's our big idea for today. It's shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Like, this is what all of us need to be doing. Every single person, just shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. And this actually takes us into our paragraph, which is Psalm 100. So if you have a Bible or a smart device, you can follow along. You'll also find these words on the screen. Here's verse 1. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Now, do you see that word shout? Nod your head for me. Okay, you see that? Here's what it means. It means to raise a sound or to give a blast. So we could actually say, raise a sound or give a blast of joy to the Lord. Volume is involved here. Like, it should really be something that sounds amazing to God. Give this blast to him. Verse 2, worship the Lord with gladness. And there's that word worship, and it's interesting because here it means to serve. So make yourself a servant to the Lord, and then be really, really happy about that. Be glad about it. Come before him, singing with joy. Acknowledge or recognize or know that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him 
and praise his name. Now, do you see that word give? It means to shoot or to throw. Great aim. Like, we have to have that here, too. So we need to shoot thanks to God, or we need to throw thanks to God. Now, there's some great words that are found here in Psalm 100. Shout, worship, acknowledge, enter, go, and give. And what are these words? Well, they're action words that don't speak of conveniently worshiping God. They're words that show action on our part, but yet this becomes a pretty difficult thing to do. So as you're here today and as you're thinking about how you can enter and acknowledge and go and give and serve and shout and do all of these wonderful things that speak of responding to the greatness of God, is there something in your life that you might need to cut out that is keeping you from doing that? Like, is there something there that's causing you to push God to the side and you kind of come back to him once in a while, but he's not really the most important thing and you're not telling him that he's worth it all of the time? Is there something there that you might just need to get rid of so that you're not conveniently worshiping God? Today's all about making that happen and here's why. Here's why we can do that. Verse five, for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. See, this is what God has done for us. His faithfulness is good. It's good. His love for us is good. And yet often, if you're like me, you find yourself conveniently worshiping God. And let's just be honest and say this is a hard thing. It really is. It's very easy to allow other stuff to crowd into our lives and to push God out. This is a hard thing. And so when we encounter difficult things in life, we need some tools to help us with that. And that's what today is all about. And that's why I'm so glad that you're here. Because we now have a tool in a brand new worship CD that I believe is going to help us live out Psalm 100, where we're shouting and we're entering and we're giving and we're going and we're acknowledging that God is worth it and it's okay to take tools and use them when we need help. Austin Sisk, our worship director, has been working so hard to compile a CD of songs just to help us point our attention to God, and that CD is here. I've got something I want you to watch where Austin kind of explains the project, and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to chat with him. So let's check this out together. From the start, this has been a very special project for me. It's been such a blessing, even from the beginning, and now seeing what it has become is beyond words, honestly. We serve a God that has such an immense love for us and is constantly in pursuit of a relationship with you and me, and to think that an ordinary person like myself gets to be used like this is incredible and humbling all at the same time. You see, God is not looking for perfect people. 
In fact, the gospel tells us the complete opposite. And the truth of the matter is that none of us are perfect. I mean, think about it. Perfect people don't need to be rescued. They don't need to be brought out of the dark. But imperfect people, people like you and me, we need a savior. We need to be rescued. And once we realize this simple truth, we begin to understand and really grasp the amazing thing that Christ has done for us. This is the whole reason I named this project United. I love how Paul puts it in Colossians. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him, God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. See, because of Jesus, because of what was done, we are now one with God. We are united with him and the debt of our sin is paid in full. God loves uniting ordinary people like you and me. And at the core of it all lies Jesus. So after sharing this past season of life with my Valley Point family, it has become my dream that the passionate music we experience together through music can now be shared with everyone. My hope is that these songs will inspire you to come and join us on this journey. Heaven came down, all the work you did is done. We're united by your son. Will you help me welcome Austin Sisk? So Austin, we're talking today about how we shouldn't fall into a pattern where we just conveniently worship God. And I think this begins, this starts when we enter into a friendship with God and embrace his leadership and forgiveness. You speak of being united with Christ. So will you just share a bit of your story of how you trusted in Jesus to save you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, growing up, my mother was a choir director at just a little small church in the middle of nowhere, uh, but it was great. And um, I grew up around that, and that was kind of a regular part of my routine. I was at church all the time, but I never really grasped the concept of Christ. I never really um, understood exactly what that meant. And uh, probably about the time when I was 16, I was at a camp, and um, that's when the magnitude of what Jesus did for us uh, really sunk in for me. And that's when I trusted in him alone and made him the leader and forgiver of my life. Mm. And it was during that time frame as well, when you were about 16, that you really sensed God calling you and kind of pushing you just because of your natural abilities and talents into the world of music, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, around 16 was when I first started leading worship, and uh, that kind of started at that church that I had grown up in. Um, mm. And I was just blessed with the the right opportunities and to get to just learn from other people and there's no doubt that God definitely has me doing this because it's his plan yeah so part of that journey involved you coming from the state of Georgia all the way up to the state of Pennsylvania <laughs> and being part of Valley Point Church and leading us in worship here which we're really grateful for that Part of that journey also involved this whole CD that you now have had the chance to write the songs for and package all of that. So as you've worked on this for the past several months, what do you feel that you have learned about responding to God 
and telling him that he's worth it? Oh, man. Um, You know, it's like you were saying earlier. um, It's so easy just to conveniently worship God. And um, I feel like it's very easy when we find ourselves on the top of a mountain and we find ourselves at a great spot and we can really feel God's presence in our life. Um, The natural thing to do is just be excited about that and feel awesome and be filled with joy. And it tends to be relatively easy to respond and to worship. But um, sometimes when, you know, you're in a spot where you're not experiencing uh, or you don't feel God's presence in your life as strongly as you had before, you have to get really intentional about, um, you know, responding to him because there are things going on behind the scenes and God is doing stuff in your life. But sometimes it's hard to to realize that and see that. And, and that, that sort of pours into writing a, a CD like this, you know. It, it's, it's not like every single song that, you know, as you're sitting in your living room and you're writing it, like you experience this epic moment. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's, it's not like, a, you know, it's not some incredible thing all the time. Um, you, you know, sometimes you have to get incredibly intentional and... Um, it's easy to fall into that trap with music because it can feel like work. Mm. And you're like, all right, I need to write this song. I need to get this verse written. And, you know, so I feel like for me, the biggest thing is that, you know, when I'm having to get something done, um, but at the same time, I want to pour my heart into it. Um, yeah, I just have to be very intentional. Mm. About I think it. Which this is yeah. true for all of us as well. It's easy to kind of just come in and float through a few songs and a prayer and to talk and not have that truly impact you. So, well, I've got a gift for you. And you guys need to know, Austin's worked really, really hard on this project. There's been a lot of weeks where he's just been pouring into this. So I went out and I got a gift for him. And I just wanted to share this in front of everybody because I think it's really important. It's the newest Gillette razor. I mean, you never know. You never know. And also a double pack of shaving cream because it's going to take two cans to take care of that over or, there. Or so. maybe three. Yeah. You never know. Now, seriously, we're, we're really That's grateful great. for what you've done. And I know as you were writing this, a lot of the songs came out of what we're doing here at Valley Point, the talks, the themes, the series. And so what would you like to say to the church that you help lead in worship? Well, you, you know, we're on this journey right now, and we have this vision for us to be a thousand-person church by the year 2013, and um, that's not just to put people in seats, and that's not just about having numbers. These are people, and we want to tell them about Jesus, and we want to help, help them respond and help them learn, and, um, you know, this, this doesn't happen just when you show up and... Uh, and you just come on Sundays, and uh, I know it's hard, you know, we, we all have different routines and schedules, but um, you're not just going to walk in here one day and go, oh, wow, the church just grew, you know, I mean, th- this falls on us, this is our responsibility to be telling people about this, and so for me, I feel like this starts at the heart of everything with, uh, with us being passionate followers, and, um, you know, that, that also includes being passionate worshipers mm. and um, not only praising God when we're on the, on the rooftop, but um, also when we're in the valley 
and uh, when we have to get really intentional. So I just want to encourage you guys to really dive into this with us because this is, this is about a journey we're all on together. This isn't just about a stage. This isn't just about a crazy talk and, and, and you know, in a cloud of smoke. This is, I mean, we, we really want you guys to be a part of this journey with us, and we want to grow and learn from each other. So, yeah. That's great. So there's five songs on this CD. We have heard four of these songs. One song has never been done before, so we're going to get the chance to hear this song live today for the very first time. Before that song, though, I've got something I want you to watch where Austin kind of explains the concept of this song called Surrender, and then we'll have the chance to hear it. So let's check this out. When I think about the word surrender, my first instinct is to lift my hands. Almost like when you're caught in the act of doing something wrong. Or in a war, when a country waves their flag and essentially gives up. Surrender can certainly have some negative territory about it. And honestly, if you think about it, surrendering can make you seem weak. It can make you seem like a quitter. And to take it a step further, surrendering can even make us feel like we've failed. Failure in your life can put a huge weight on your heart. It can make us feel like we're a bit stuck. And I don't know about you, but the thought of giving up is not on the top of my list of things to do. But see, surrendering only puts a bad taste in your mouth if your number one goal is to succeed in life by accomplishing everything on your own. I think this is why we sometimes struggle with the idea of surrendering to God. As humans, we are programmed with this desire to have significance in our life. And at the heart of who we are, we will always be trying to fill that inherent need. But there is one huge difference in surrendering to God that overcomes all of our failure. When we submit to Him, we are asking Him to now step in and take control of our circumstances. See, it's not about giving up and quitting anymore. It's about now inviting Him to be able to work in our lives, to see Him lead the way, to see Him do the impossible. Surrender is actually a beautiful thing. So now comes the hard part. Now comes the challenge, right? Now we have to actually do it. This is where the birth of this song comes from. You know, I remember sitting down with my wife and starting to write these words and the whole time just thinking, how easy is it for me to just sing about surrender? I mean, do I even really want to surrender to God myself? Do I even have that ability all the time? I'm always getting caught up in trying to accomplish everything on my own. The truth is, it's just not a natural thing to do. But the most amazing part of surrendering to God is how it grows the size of our faith in Him. So Brittany and I started thinking about the word faith. We wanted to really dig into what it means. And when we started looking, we found this. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, we're given a powerful definition of what faith really is. It says, now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we cannot see. 
After we read that, it became so clear that this song had to be written about that verse. Surrendering to God in every circumstance requires faith. There's just no way around it. So I just kind of sat back and began to think about writing down a prayer that I could say to God when I know I need to surrender. I felt like it was the only way to truly capture what surrender is in its raw state. That prayer is now the words of this song. Surrender is this great word. It's a great word that helps us to live out what we find in Psalm 100, where we're just recognizing the greatness of God and we're saying that he's worth it. And we're not conveniently responding to him. And so I want to take an action step today, all of us as a faith community. And often what we do is we ask you to take out the card and there'll be a step on the back for you to take. And that's always a good thing, but we're not going to do that today. Today, it's all of us. And we're actually going to read together the words of Psalm 100. And they're going to be on the screen for you. So I'm going to ask you to stand with me and let's just responsively lift this up. Don't be quiet about this. Don't be shy. Just say these words because this is our prayer. And this is how we choose to surrender today. This is our action step. It's our way of saying we don't want to conveniently worship God. We want to be bold about it. So here's Psalm 100. Read it with me. Shout with joy to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his words. Amen. Amen. It's a benediction that I just want to pray over all of us today that we walk out of here ready just to surrender and tell God that he's worth it. Here's our prayer. So may we surrender to God's desire for us to passionately worship him like never before. And may we come to understand that we can give thanks to God for he is good. And may we truly worship the one whose love endures forever and whose faithfulness continues to each generation. Father, thank you so much for this day where we've had the chance just to tell you that you're worth it. God, this is honestly what we want to lay at your feet today. It's all kinds of different people in this room. God, you see every heart and you know every need. You know the joy that's here. God, you also see all of the pain and the hurt and the questions. And so whether we're feeling really good about ourselves and about life or whether we're confused and feel like we're walking through 
a fog. God, I pray that we would walk out of here with a sense that we must shout with joy to you over all the earth. God, we can do that because you are good. You're so good and your love continues forever and your faithfulness continues to each generation. And so we honor you and we praise you and we say that you are worth it, so worth it. So God, as we walk out of here, help us not to conveniently worship you. Help us to be bold. Help us to be loud. Help us to throw thanks on you because you are good. Father, thank you for this day and this amazing reminder that we find in Psalm 100 that tells us that you're worth it. We're worth it. And we pray all of this in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Well, thanks for listening. If you'd like to pick up your copy of United, you can do so on iTunes, Amazon, or you can pick one up next week in the lobby at either our 9.15 or 11 a.m. services at the Garnet Valley Middle School. 